This is the catalogue essay for the exhibition Remember, Re-Member, with artists Selena De Carvalho, Takani Clark and Georgia Morgan, curated by Caitlin Farger for Contemporary Art Tasmania. Remember, Re, a prefix meaning again, once more, afresh. Member, a noun meaning a piece of a complex structure, a limb. Memor, an adjective meaning to be mindful or to call to mind. The word remember is the literal opposite of dismember, to put back together rather than to pull apart. But it also stems from the Latin memor, to be mindful or to call to mind. To remember is to piece together fragments of stories, myths and memories in order to create a whole. It is to act on the sense of delicate conviction in your bones, stepping from the known world and into the mystery. It is to listen to the residue, reconstructing a world that is vibrant and detailed. To remember, we need to imagine across all the absence and reanimate and connect the remnants. Due to a lack of truth-telling in Australia and the violent lullaby of colonisation, there are gaps in memories and records and physical absences where there were once thriving systems. Australia's history is constructed through the dominant voice of the Western patriarchy, a voice that for so long has left out and devalued anyone who doesn't fit into its mould. To quieten this dominant voice and make space for others, there has to be a shift in the way this country listens, translates, records and reflects. Creating this listening space is an urgent and ongoing responsibility in the face of capitalism, colonisation and climate change, all powerful forces of erasure and dismembering. Artists know how to make, and with that tactile knowledge comes the understanding that things can also be unmade. Artists are able to collect and reckon with residue from the past through assembling, visualising, performing and vocalising. In doing so, they are unmaking history, they are refocusing attention on alternative stories and reinvigorating what has been lost. Artists who work with narratives of history and identity engage art's ability to stretch and fold time to make worlds possible. Within this exhibition, three artists translate their experiences and stories with methods of remembering and imagining, communicating and sharing space, negotiating and listening. As the word remember suggests, the past and future are felt in your limbs and seen in your mind's eye. With gentle movement and honesty, Takani Clark journeys through corridors of nostalgia, dwelling in in-between moments and leaning into the exhaustion of change. Through dance, she reconnects and moves with her body through a space that holds so much history. And through film, she is able to remember the familial adornments and stories for the future. Bejeweled, wrapped and glowing in the warmth of memory, Takani equips herself for a journey in the unknown. The word art stems from the ancient Greek word to join, to turn, to make complete. Regenerating stories and reimagining them through your own experience is a transformational act, a turn in the story, a surprise, a way forward. Georgia Morgan listens deeply to the stories her mother tells her of home and remembers them vividly through the lens of her own new world. Using materials gleaned from memories and return visits to her maternal country, she builds worlds within worlds, making their collective recollections tangible. Through a reflective nostalgia, she creates a portal to another realm, a world where generational memories can coexist in the now. 
Haunted by imagined futures, we are willing to destroy atmospheres, turn things to rubble and sell out companion species in exchange for dream worlds of progress. To counter this, Selena de Carvalho opens up a listening space between environments and humans by acknowledging that there is no us and them, but all of us together in a multi-species entangled world brimming with complexity. She visits forests and looks for remnants of interspecies connections that have developed over millennia in order to shimmer. She collects the evidence of the industry that tore them down for the joyride of wealth and transforms the detritus into shelter, into objects of comfort, into sounds of tranquility. Through these reimaginings, she asks, what senses do we need to alert us to hazards? What will wake us up from this lullaby? Sculpture, dance and video are powerful mediums of storytelling. They offer insights into worlds that have been deeply felt by the artist, where the story is known more in body than in mind. As you move through this darkened space later in your mind, you will be reminded of the stories the artists have told you through the memory map of textures, smells, sounds, nooks and looming constructions that the artists have created. Oscillating between past and future, mind and body, mystery and understanding, intuition and research, each artist performs the act of remembering in their works by creating assemblages both physical and emotional. They use found, discarded and pre-used materials, with each material or movement holding a moment in time, a personal memory or a history. Takani, Georgia and Selena are storytellers and they are activists. They assemble their works from a position of care with urgency and strength, caring for a place, an ancestry, a future. Through this care, they poetically transform the materials they are working with, giving them agency and letting them shine in a new light. Yet, the care in this exhibition goes beyond the creation of each artwork and story told and into the relationships formed between everyone involved. Throughout the conception of this show, the three artists and myself, the mentors and others involved have all shared their tips and tricks, research and readings, recipes for concrete, collective energies, methods of making, histories, current crises, exhaustion and personal space. These relationships are enduring and strong, forming the foundation and catalysts for ongoing projects and working methods that focus on sharing knowledge, space and admiration for the others around you. And so, Remember is about imagining and creating connections across the cracks, filling in the gaps and stringing fragments together. In a world where stories of repeating the same wrongs dominate, it is an act of care to nurture the stories that may have been forgotten or misconstrued, and opening up a listening space for voices, both human and non-human, to be heard. These are the stories that haunt us, the stories of places, family and who we are. As a starting point for this exhibition, I was investigating my medical and personal process of healing since major pancreatic surgery in October 2018, and my family's recent medical misfortunes. Whilst caring for my family and for myself, I thought deeply about how bodies and spaces heal over time. However, through this process, I noticed that to listen deeply is healing, and really, to heal is to unsettle what is known and to reimagine what is next. This is the artwork statement for Georgia Morgan's work entitled Floating Signifiers, made from plywood, concrete, bike locks, fishing nets and paint. Georgia writes, My Tamil family's local Hindu temple in Malaysia is a concrete slab with blue tarp overhead, 
a space with meaning born from its intention rather than construction. The open walls and bare industrial materials do not detract from its specialness. Instead, the brutalist qualities magnify its power, defiantly proving that transcendence isn't something just gold can conjure. The space beneath the Tasman Bridge feels the same to me. Overlooked and unvisited by humans, it is a fantastical place where anything is possible. There is energy all around, the motorway overhead and behind, wind in the grass, moving water. Towering cement columns come out of the river and stretch up to the grand ceiling above. It is my own personal cathedral where I have performed invented rituals and created my own mythologies. The exciting thing about non-prescribed space is that you can decide its meaning and purpose. In India, there is a culture of adorning everything with anything. In ancient Greece, columns were built not only to support buildings, but because they were believed to be portals to the spiritual world. Anything can be a shrine. My cement sculptures are columns and they are portals. Vandalised with personal mythologies and adorned with washed up fishing nets and discarded bike locks. This is the artwork statement for Takani Clark's work entitled Number 36, a three-channel video work screened onto a mirror, a door and a curtain. Takani writes, Number 36 is an illustration of my recent experience of mourning the loss of a place of sacredness, our family home of 24 years. I have created three films that express the trauma of losing a place of sentimental value and to capture its memory. These films are a raw exploration of the emotions I felt throughout this time. The dispossession of our home was executed in less than six months, almost breaking my family in the process. Land rights and connection to country have always been major themes throughout my life and are at the core of my creative expression. The anger that I felt due to almost facing homelessness on stolen land pushed me to complete this project. These films explore and expose the process of my own grieving. I challenged myself to document and respond to this experience in pursuit of honouring the past, to serve as a memento of healing and growth. To me, this house is an elder or guardian. How silly of me to think that you were mine. You did belong to us. I feel that I am losing part of myself. This home is my birthplace. My family have experienced much joy and just as much tragedy within the protection of these walls. Inside the structure is an infinite space whereby our histories and memories are confined, suspended in time forever. This is the artwork statement for Selena de Carvalho's artwork entitled Ready-Made Burnout. Selena writes, Returning to forests I lived amongst when I first moved to Lutrawita, Tasmania in 2001, I am instead confronted with the short-lived speed of a stolen joyride, torched and dumped, gothic and incongruous alongside the temporality of ecological time. These forests I lived in no longer exist outside of memory. Empathy apparently can be manufactured from roots of some trees. Tree roots embedded in soil, connected via fungi, are a major communication network where nutrients and information are exchanged, stored and shared. Complex, tangled, life-enabling subterranean webs. 
Coupe BO0923C in Takaina, the Tarkine, was felled in February 2020, so that the black-hearted sassafras from the rainforest could be displayed as a high-end, fancy product in Tasmanian tourism projects. Sassafras roots, once refined, are a source of saffron, the key ingredient in MDMA, methylene dioxymethamphetamine. The drug releases large amounts of serotonin, which likely causes the emotional closeness, elevated mood and empathy felt by those humans who use it. Ready-made burnout investigates material states of short-lived notions of pleasure, parallel to how one nurtures care, humility, delicacy and sensitivity. Ultimately, the work practices and asks the question, how might humans cultivate interconnection beyond reductionist extraction? Materials list. Bonnets and exhaust pipes from stolen, torched cars found dumped in the Huon and Weld Valleys. Wild clay from Queenstown glazed with sludge from the toxic Queen River. Fossicked copper from Queenstown, DIY refined by with Pete Matilla. Resurrected porcelain clay from my friend's garage stash. Store-bought black clay and glaze. Hue and burl scrounged from a rubbish-filled inlet on the west coast. Old steel etching plate. Ink made from my car exhaust mixed with melted glacier water from Vatnajökull, Iceland. 23 carat gold leaf. Spirit bottles of collected bushfire air. Beeswax. Burnt forest charcoal. Glass beaker and separation flasks. Stove top. Sassafras roots from logged and burnt coops. Salvaged table remade into a stand. Thanks, Murray. Fridge top moss garden liberated from an abandoned house. Reused steel from a freight box. A long spined sea urchin. Centro Stephanus rogersi. Bone transducer and various electrical components from online retailers. Sound recordings collected from forests imminently threatened with logging and hydrophone recordings of the dead Queen River. Thank you for listening to the catalogue essay of Remember, an exhibition curated by myself, Caitlin Farger, for Contemporary Art Tasmania. Most importantly, I would like to acknowledge that this exhibition takes place on the unceded lands of the Muwanina people and to the Tasmanian Aboriginal community who are the original and ongoing custodians of this land. I would like to extend a huge thank you to the artists, Selena de Carvalho, Takani Clark and Georgia Morgan for their ideas, care and enthusiasm during the process of making this exhibition. I would also like to thank the team at Contemporary Art Tasmania, Dr Colin Langridge, Kylie Johnson, Michael Edwards, Pip Stafford, Lisa Campbell-Smith and Bob O'Connor for being supportive throughout and enduring complex email threads and the miscommunication of wild ideas. A special thank you to my mentors, Nanette Orley, Jackie Dunn and Dr Lindsay Kelly, who shared their wisdom and gave me confidence to go down new paths. And a big shout out to my friends, family, colleagues and studio mates who listened deeply and offered a hand along the way. Thank you for listening to the catalogue essay of Remember, an exhibition curated by myself, Caitlin Farger, for Contemporary Art Tasmania. Most importantly, I would like to acknowledge that this exhibition takes place on the unceded lands of the Muwanina people and to the Tasmanian Aboriginal community who are the original and ongoing custodians of this land. 
I would like to extend a huge thank you to the artists, Selena DiCavolo, Takani Clark and Georgia Morgan, for their ideas, care and enthusiasm during the process of making this exhibition. I would also like to thank the team at Contemporary Art Tasmania, Dr Colin Langridge, Kylie Johnson, Michael Edwards, Pip Stafford, Lisa Campbell-Smith and Bob O'Connor for being supportive throughout and enduring complex email threads and the miscommunication of wild ideas. A special thank you to my mentors, Nanette Orley, Jackie Dunn and Dr Lindsay Kelly, who shared their wisdom and gave me confidence to go down new paths. And a big shout out to my friends, family, colleagues and studio mates who listened deeply and offered a hand along the way.